All right, welcome everybody. Happy Friday. We're here live with Gaurav Tripathi. And today we're going to talk about AI, video communication, and the future of workflows. Our tagline is why every startup needs to be a virtual first business right now. <laughs> Gaurav, looks like you have a dog in your background. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. <laughs> um, all right, so let's go. So your, your bio is extensive. Just to, by way of a, of a summary, your uh, Gaurav is a three-time entrepreneur, founder and CEO of SuperPro, and we're going to talk about that a bit today, which is a SaaS startup. Uh, SuperPro helps businesses offer a better and consistent customer experience by giving them the workflows, templates, and data around video communication, and their vision is to power a sustainable and fulfilling future of work. So Gaurav is, has studied um, at ITT or IIT Bombay and has 16 plus years of experience across multiple startups. He holds uh, 30 patents, uh, and the team he led filed over 100 patents, and he has raised more than $30 million in investments. Uh, to say the least, he's got a ton of experience. So let's get right into it. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Jim. Thanks for calling me here. So as, as we were talking... So as we were talking offline or, or before we went live, I, I looked into what SuperPro does, but I intentionally didn't study it deeply because I recognize that uh, a good number of our guests may not have, have been aware of that previously. So will you give me kind of the elevator pitch about what you guys do? Yeah, sure. So we are helping uh, startups uh, offer a better customer experience around video communication. And uh, we are doing it by helping them with the workflows, template, and data. Now, uh, how it helps really is it's very simple. Right now, uh, getting started with video communication for startups is a pain. It will cost you at least uh, 12 to uh, 36 man months to build something using all the options which are available. Of course, if, unless you want to use off-the-shelf options like Zoom or Meet, which you can't. If you want it inside your product, inside your website or app, and that's where we come in with us. You can go live in days and not months. So your go-to go-to-market time is cut short by an order of magnitude, and okay. uh, you are able to launch faster. It means you are able to make money much sooner than you you are only able to. You know, I've talked to a lot of founders, and and I haven't found one yet that didn't like to make money at their business. So I think that's I think that's a win. Um, so, okay, let, so tell me about one of your favorite use case examples. Yeah, so uh, uh, one of our early customers and uh, one of our first successes is, like, is with uh, a startup called Work Network. And uh, they're the founder. Uh, he's building uh, something on the lines of uh, Lunch Club. So Lunch Club is pretty uh -huh. famous uh, valley and, and, and now yes uh, it reached india as well and uh, the work network started the same way uh, started small just on the same idea of connecting people and uh, they were using google meet and uh, they uh, realized the importance of uh, video communication and they realized why they need control and flexibility around it and they were uh, they had started on the journey to build something of their own yeah and, and we, as we see, Lunch Club has built its own. So there are reasons of why, as a startup, as a business, you cannot continue with the off-the-shelf options. So they knew that they had to do it, and they were exploding options. They had uh, The team had already spent a month uh, looking at options and trying to build something. And that's where the founder, uh, just on an afternoon, uh, spoke to my co-founder, 
and the discussion was like okay how can you guys help us is like you can go live in the day it was like he didn't believe it we said okay let us show you and the next day he was live with us so that's yeah. where you said then he he just said that you guys just took away a ton of headache away from me because now i'm i, I don't even need to worry about this part now i can look into more on my product roadmap and you know worry about the business and not worrying about the tech really yeah that's great so how about a use case scenario where a company could use super pro to provide customer support how would that work oh uh, amazing and that is one of the use cases where we have just uh, we have just signed up uh, a, a pretty large startup who have recently raised funding um and they've been in the news in india and uh, they came to us and uh, interestingly uh, uh they they had looked at all the options and everything and honestly we were not sure of why uh, they have come to us uh, okay. because you know the money they have the team they have everything but then uh, they came to us and they said uh, no guys we uh, we really don't want to do this it's not that we can't do this right we don't want to do this and they said uh, our focus is different and this is what we are looking at so on the customer support side it's one of the things yes it's important but it's not the whole product so we want uh, we sure. we want the experts to look at it which you guys are and of course as uh, uh, they said that yeah we have heard that with you we can go live in days and not months and uh, that's right and again for them uh, they realize that yeah it's not just a video that we are giving yeah, we are giving the entire workflow and and such a simple thing i just give an example there yeah what what really changed the perception uh, uh when you are talking about a customer support uh, scenario yeah the typical thing that comes to mind is the chatbot that uh -huh. a customer comes to you uh text something then is waiting you know, while you are interacting with the bot let's say and then you have to wait before yeah. somebody comes in a human comes in right yeah Now imagine the option wherein you are there, and yes, within just like one or two messages, you see that you are able to talk to a human live on video, yeah, and that too wherein the other person, the 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 customer support agent on the other side, what he gets is a, or he or she gets is a is a very familiar ring, like for him the system just rings up. Oh, there's a customer. So. that that user experience is very familiar yeah it's not that uh, you know you are somewhere else and you have to keep checking the dashboard and you have to, you know that mm -hmm. yeah it's a ring that means there's a customer who's calling me so that that whole experience itself is very familiar yeah and not oh, not yeah. really And it's all That's just browser based like you like the customer can utilize this tool and the client on chrome for example yes Yes, definitely. Wow. So we we support the browsers, and now uh, we have of course come up with the SDKs as well. And so the idea is that, uh, and, and now since we are all remote, and that's the that's what the workflow that we talk about. It should not matter that you, know, you are tied to a desk or you are tied to a location. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you are there, yeah, you will have Super Pro powered uh, app in in so in your mobile or you are on the desk wherever. and it will ring simultaneously so sure you you know that yeah you won't miss a thing of course as long as you mark yourself as available and that is what sure. uh, now uh, the companies themselves are looking at they also understand that uh, 
as long as the job is getting done it doesn't matter where my team member is sitting whether it's on the beach somewhere or on yeah. the mountains wherever yeah. yeah yeah that makes sense so when the customer uh, rings in using video are they also on video or can they be on audio only or they can choose to they can choose okay. so it's uh, they can they have the option to uh, enable the video not enable the video by default the video is not enabled mm, yeah uh, but they okay. have the option if they want to enable <laughs> it, they can. Yeah, it's probably good to warn people, make sure that they aren't just uh, suddenly on video when they weren't expecting to be. That could be yeah. somewhat embarrassing. Um, right. I, I like this because it's the closest thing we can get being remote to an in-person conversation like you would have if you just walked into a business and interacted human to human. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Have you found that companies are willing to adopt the product and, and if if no, like what kind of pushback do you have to overcome uh, in the sales process? Oh, uh, honestly, till date we haven't heard no. We have heard only two things. One is that okay, uh, yeah, uh, we have something in house which we are trying. Second is uh we are uh we are we are thinking about uh, so we, we will start in a month or two there is no one no one till date where we have heard that oh no we don't want it no everybody is very clear it's the future they want it the it's, a, it's only a matter of when yeah and again whether it's super pro or something else but yes video definitely is there and more and more we see that it's a larger startup so uh, startups who have already gone through that journey of uh, uh, of trying out different options of uh, mm. I, I don't want to use the phrase burning burning fingers but <laughs> yeah <laughs> burning fingers that you know zoom yeah. Google, whatever because uh, what matters is the customer experience they they know that uh, with the off the shelf options they cannot provide that experience then they get into the journey of developing something and then they realize. Mm. It looks deceptively simple that, oh, uh, yeah, we can just put one engineer and we can go live in two weeks. No, never happens. It's, yeah. a, it's a completely different technology. And again, when it comes to the workflow, you need a lot of things, a lot of moving things to come together you know, as one. Yeah. And everything is happening in the, in the background. So mm -hmm. that's where it gets very difficult. And we have, we have seen so many founders tell us that uh, uh, I made a mistake. <laughs> I thought my team is telling me it will take two weeks. I gave them a month. It's still it's three months and we are nowhere. Yeah. And of course, you know, it, it cannot blame the team members because yeah, it really looks very simple. It looks very simple. But when you get into it, that's where you realize. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me what you mean when you say why every startup needs to be a virtual first business. What do you, what do you mean by that? So uh, he, that, that's what my realization has been in uh, last one year uh, in the pandemic hit, and uh, I think a lot of these, uh, a lot of this was forced upon people, uh, startups. That yes, of course, uh, uh, nobody opted for it naturally. They were yeah. forced to behave in that way. But then, if we really see, and if we look back in in last twelve months, have have the businesses stopped? No, not really. Yeah. Businesses, in fact, a lot of businesses have have boomed, yeah. And that yeah. is where I see that if if you in in terms of the mindset, if if startups 
really think virtual first then you are expanding your horizons to anything because uh, what we have seen as a typical trajectory and what uh, everybody so including investors everybody has been advising or uh, start with a small market focus this so maybe your city yeah uh, start with your mm -hmm. city look at customers uh, then look at your state then your country and then you are ready to fight the big battle then go to us now i i i really it, it doesn't make sense yeah, as a startup, you really need to think. No, you are virtual. It doesn't matter where you are. Yeah. So it right. and, and for your customers also, it doesn't matter mm -hmm. where you are. So uh, if if it's the same uh, uh, time and effort, yeah, I'll say uh, in the time that you will think only about your city, forget it. You, in that same time, you can do the whole country. Yeah, really, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and, in the whole uh, world. The time to go global has has really 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 come down drastically. I mean, we see so many mm -hmm. examples already. Startups already going cross border, going global, really, really fast, and that's why I think it's a, it's a mindset that if you think virtual yeah. first, you don't need to think in terms of uh, locations or offices. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and so again, the uh, in B two B parlance, we always used to think in terms of the territories, geographies, regions. Yeah. Now I think it's it's time that uh, yeah we need to overcome that uh, that thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I would like to to transition into talking about the the human side of of virtual business uh, or re remote business. It's interesting because I just had a conversation with Patrick Burns from Commons.so uh, just a few days ago, and um, his product is like the the audio version. It's similar to what you're doing, but audio, and it's really meant for teams. It's it's the goal is to replicate those serendipitous conversations where you and I run into each other at the the coffee bar. And we have a conversation about the weekend that segues into business and collaboration. And so his, his goal is to, to, to mimic that. And I see what you're doing, like I, I mentioned earlier, it's very much to, to try to mimic the face-to-face the -face interaction that I think most of us really enjoy, but that's not technically possible with, with virtual. So what are your thoughts on the, the human side of this and this, this sort of push to make the virtual world as close to physical reality as, as possible? Yeah, uh, very, very interesting question, Jim. So uh, that's what we have been thinking. Uh, I think uh, the the reason itself, uh, so how how we are thinking or how I started thinking it, it's more to do with the belief that this needs to happen, you know, whether, uh, whether it's, uh, it's, uh, it's happening or not, or how can it spend the point is, it needs to happen. And that's where we say for a sustainable world, it, it simply needs, you need to cut down on the business travel. We have realized over one year yeah. that most of the travel was useless. It was useless, <laughs> really. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why I think it's why people are still uh, are hesitant because you, you rightly said the experience doesn't come that closer to, to a face-to-face. So that's what we are we are trying to understand. You know? mm -hmm. What is it? What is it that's missing? How can we bring that uh, this experience closer to to that? What are the elements? You know, what I mean, or one of the things we realize that uh, uh, yes, it's uh, uh, it's it's the uh, uh, it's the psychology that is developed. You know, the way we have grew up. Uh, we grew up thinking about. 
cameras as as something which are which are public always you know the moment we hear the word camera uh, what comes to mind is like oh we are on the stage you know it's it's uh, yeah, yeah. movies and everything that's what comes to mind and that's where i think psychologically that is what is uh, uh, is uh, making people put up that guard. It will be guarded and not oh, being natural. Gosh, yeah. You're so right. It's like when I when I push the live button on this show, it's like <laughs> I think that we collectively are like, you know, tense up a little bit. Yeah. And it's just, it's, and I, it, what what's interesting is, and this is true wh- whether I'm a guest on a show or, or hosting, is I think I find for myself and for most people, I think most people forget after a few minutes. It kind of wears off and like, oh, you know, just get into the conversation. But you're saying like if we could, what would be the word? Like habituate ourselves to thinking of cameras differently and and becoming more comfortable. It's funny. I, I went to get a drink a few minutes before our conversation. I thought to, I don't know why this came up in my mind, but I thought about Ryan Seacrest and all of the hosting he does, and he's he's really good. Like he's just really good live. And I think at some point the guy has to have just become comfortable with it, and he's able to just adjust on the fly without thinking about it. Um, yeah. so I think what, so what you're saying, if I understand you correctly, is like, we just need to habituate to this. We need to get more used to it. And then it becomes more natural. And and then if that happens, then maybe it would more so mimic the in-person interactions that we love having. Yeah. Uh, I, that's a, I, I think it's more because we are still carrying that baggage of, uh, of video conferencing and that, that yeah. legacy, that baggage of two mm-hmm. decades almost. And uh, we need to see how video conferencing evolved and what was the reason. It was, so, but of course, it evolved primarily from business and enterprises and wherein you were really, I mean, the, the terminology itself that we see now, rooms, yeah, conferencing yeah. rooms or rooms. That's because, yeah. yes, that was used to be a conferencing room and people just use that, those terms. Yeah. So we are still, still thinking in, in those terms. And there, yeah. It was always very clear that, uh, yeah, it's a uh, meeting and it's a bunch of people looking at you. And that is how it evolved. Uh, it, has yeah, it, it implies this, uh, formality. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's why we think it needs to be, it needs to be rethink. We need mm-hmm. to uh, literally think outside the boxes. <laughs> right. Outside to, the room. We need to think of it, how, how it can be made more natural and where it means I mean, for very simple things, we have been even looking at experiments, for example, uh, why does it need to be my uh, a single view? Why can't I, you know, I have, most of the people have multiple devices now. So I have, yeah. a, I, have a, I have two smartphones, I have this Mac. So why can't I connect using my uh, other phone as well to uh-huh. give you a, a, a side view, a different view as well? So that, yeah. you know, you, you feel, yeah, we, we are able to move around and we, we really... See, because right now, if I move around too much, you will miss my face. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and yeah. that, that's what that's what creates that disconnect. No, maybe the guy is not interested. But the fact is, okay, natural conversations do always move. You know, it's not you're not you're you're never facing people all the time. You're never <laughs> like you cannot do that. You know, you're looking into the eye whole time. It can't happen. That's true. It's not natural. That's why I. I, tell me if, if you've experienced this, but I find that the best conversations, especially if you need to have a deep conversation at night in your car, side by side, like that is the best. I feel like it's easiest to be vulnerable there because I, there's just something about, I don't know, just not looking someone directly in the eye nonstop. There's just something about that environment. You know, that's, that's again, that's, that's very deeply rooted in, in psychology here. Yeah? 
Uh, again, the way businesses have evolved over a period, we always and uh, we have read it as well as we have experienced it. The way we have grown, we know that uh, the the phrases sitting across the table, looking into the eye, these are very. These are always you know, and it's about negotiation. It's about and it's again being very formal, and that is what again is 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 that's where we. we need to understand that yeah we need to move away we need to change those things and these are the bits which needs to be tweaked so that people really start becoming more natural and start enjoying the conversation and you don't feel like you know it's yeah. not like i'm being interviewed or or worse i'm being uh-huh. interrogated <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Yeah. That's uh so true. So I I I can't help but notice you're you're very passionate about this topic. Where does that come from? Uh, uh so a uh, good question and I I I really uh, uh I really even look back and I I try to understand where is it coming from and I realized in this uh, in the past past few months I realized that uh, I think it's uh, the way I I grew up So I grew up mostly um, in in middle of forest. So uh, uh, I've been very close to nature. Uh, most of my childhood was in very remote parts of India, uh, okay. middle of forest, very small, very small town. And for me, <laughs> for me growing up, it was very natural that you could say, "Oh, but today I was going to the school, and uh, you know there was a, that bear on the side." Yeah. uh i was coming down and i saw that the hyena was going crossing the road yeah and uh, yeah so it's it's very natural i honestly i never realized that these are wild animals and you know you need to be scared of them no we really we used to i've seen bears hyenas even leopards very close oh. yeah and that's why i realized everybody minds their own business you you don't you don't trouble them they won't trouble you and hmm. and that's where I, i think my love for nature comes from and i think uh, one of the one of the things which which really uh, thing impacted me was i was so happy there and and i had to move i had to leave that place because uh, you know, um, of course my father had a had a job in government job he used to uh, keep moving every two years three years he used to get transferred Mm. and so that was one thing that why can't he stay at one place that we love mm. yeah but he, he used to tell me no that's the nature of the job unfortunately and then again it was he said that no i want to make sure you get uh, you you uh, you have access to good education and which is possible only when you are in a bigger city yeah mm. and that's why i said why it needs to be why really And ultimately, I reached IIT Bombay. It was again in the middle of the forest. I, I think that's somewhere rooted that I really see uh, a lot of the issues in the world. Really, when it comes around business or whatever, it, it's all tied to people's movement. Why do people need to move? Really, a lot of this migration is responsible for a lot of the damage we really see around. If we can, wow. if we can really halt this. Yeah, I think I think world can really be a much better, much sustainable place because you then as a as a human, see whatever happens, you can, nobody can deny the fact that you are always happy when you are with family, you you are with friends where you grew up. That's where your family, your friends are, and 
even if you are if you if you are moving for education or for work you are making a sacrifice and that sacrifice hits hits you hits your mind you you whether you accept it or not you will realize it after few years but it really hits you you get yeah. uprooted you get uprooted yeah. and 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 you try to adjust it puts up a lot of it really is lot lot stressful and that's what i think you know if we can really make it happen that yes wherever you are you can get access to the best education you can get access to the best jobs whatever mm. whatever that you know so all it matters is that yes you want to do something you want to learn something and you want to uh, do the, uh, you want to work you want to deliver value you have the right skill set doesn't matter where you are and that is what i i really believe well wow, that's really powerful it's amazing timing too because just last night my wife and I and I think she actually may be watching but we, we we had a conversation on that that topic about moving and um she and I have moved a lot and and that's almost exclusively my fault because for so much of my life I was seeking novelty and I enjoyed the short-term novelty of moving to a new location but then as I've gotten older I've grown to realize what I've lost in terms of the those deep relationships and i'm kind of envious like my sister for example has lived in the same same city or within within 30 miles of the same city her whole life and she has this this deep deep network that she can pull on for anything it really you know like probably dozens of 2 a.m. people you know when she needs something they're there and there's just I, you can't assign a monetary value to that it's just yeah. so yeah. incredible and so i i hear what you're saying like that you've brought this around perfectly well and i understand now so the the tool that you have at superpro and and other other tools that provide for education allow people to stay where they're at in their community and yet have gainful employment and have the opportunity to have an education that's that's fantastic but what are the limitations currently like we so at, at our company we have we have team all over the world and um a good part of our team is in Nairobi Kenya and our staff there is incredibly hard working well educated very technically savvy um but there's there's i uh, one of our team members jeff was sharing with me the other day he said that the that 70% of kenya i hope i'm not messing up the statistic but 70% of kenyans are not literate meaning they they don't know the primary languages of swahili and english so there's a significant limitation there just because of that and then further there's internet connectivity issues in the more rural areas outside of nairobi and i would guess is that true for I'm sure that's true for India too, right? Uh in India now we already see so there has been a phenomenal telecom revolution in India. Okay. Uh, thanks to uh, amazing companies here and government push really and then if we have seen now it has reached uh, it has reached really the remotest parts as well and uh, it's still of course the work has not done yet but then uh just Uh, uh being able to access internet you know being able to get connected we already see uh it has uh, it has brought tremendous value to people and and above all it's it's just people people uh, everybody uh, at uh, i i believe as a uh, as a human uh, everybody wants to do good yeah, nobody nobody really uh, consciously plans you know things about uh, every day every living second that they have to do something bad no i i don't believe that and uh, it's just that uh, for that uh, they need to know 
what what's the possibility what is it that they can do and that's why we think that now in india it's happening now people are realizing that there's a much bigger world out there and uh, it's a world full of opportunities and uh, that mm. if they they learn something they will be able to be part of that world yeah. mm. so so let me ask you this let me let me ask that question in a little bit of a different way if you were a little boy back in the forest, back in the, in the community where you used to live and it was 2021 and you were five, six years old, et cetera, would it now be possible for you to stay in that same community and, and grow up to do what you're doing now and to have achieved what you've achieved to date? Oh, definitely. Now I think at least where mm -hmm. I grew up there, things have changed a lot. I see uh, simply the connectivity is there. Uh, and, and everything I see, and, and I see, in fact, I now I see students there uh, who hmm. don't have to move, really. Yeah. Very, it's, uh, uh, people have realized that, yes, uh, since the education is online, and it's just, just last, last uh, one and a half years, I have seen that. You know, my, my friends who are still there, they uh, asked me uh, uh, questions like, oh, uh, my son is there. Uh, yeah, I want him to you know, access the press. They, because see, it's very simple. They have the money, uh, disposable income. They have the connectivity. Okay. And they said, now we have options. So they were just discussing about, should we take a Vedantu? Should we take a Baiju? By the way, these two are the, the biggest of the uh, tech companies in India. Okay. So you can imagine that it, it was never possible. Now wherever they are we can make sure that for him to give the best education to his son he knows he doesn't need to go out he doesn't need to send him somewhere he can get it that's amazing and I, I can't help but think about how this plays out when when that young man is an adult and fully into his career call it 10 15 20 years how does that reshape the entire world and 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 the workforce of the world. Um, I, it's, it's like, it's, it's bound to change. I just, with, with what we're doing at our company, we, like I said, we hire a lot of people that are in, are in um, countries that are, have not, not historically been able to work online or had this opportunity. And we're able to provide jobs for them that pay significantly higher than what they can get locally. And I can't help but think as that fast forwards 15 or 20 years, I think we're going to have a very different workforce uh, and I'm not an economist, and this is over my head, but I just, I can't help but think that that changes the way that, that we work in the world. Oh, definitely. Uh, definitely, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's going to be a, a lot different. And, and that is where, again, <laughs> I come back to uh, our vision of, of SuperPro. It's a sustain, sustainable world and, and, and the fulfilling future of work, that fulfillment is, is for an individual. It's, it's really... Mm -hmm. Because uh, it needs to be balanced out unless at an individual level, we are happy, we, are, we have the sense of fulfillment, uh, a sustainable world again is not possible. So these two go mm -hmm. hand in hand. And that's why we think that uh, the future of workforce yeah, really will be wherein uh, they, they know that one, of course, the, the advent of technology, AI, and, and that's where AI is going to play a big role that uh, they, they will not need to even worry about the mundane, yeah, the redundant mm -hmm. task. Yeah. Uh, they know that it will be taken care of. They won't even worry about it. So everybody will be, will be really just looking at you know, what 
what really makes you happy you know what is it that uh, you enjoy there are people who just enjoy talking to people good thing you know you can focus on that right now we see that you are you may be very good at what you do but still your progress is hindered because oh uh, you need to learn a bunch of tools <laughs> mm-hmm. you need to make these things work together you need to spend a lot of time in that manual grudgery that uh, while mm-hmm. doing this i have to do this as well or oh, i have to figure out how to how to uh, uh, make notes while doing this i have to record yeah. the conversation oh how do i get transcribed and then if it gets transcribed how do we uh, pick out the action items from it uh, mm-hmm. how do we uh, organize uh, everything very simple things how do i get all of the data from all of my meetings conversations yeah. at one place these are very simple problems which which we see as of now are not solved really I see. in it in its entirety and that's where we think that uh, it will be more about workflows and so 20 years from now i i think a lot of it will be definitely automated and mm-hmm. people would be people would have more uh, real Uh, free time it's like what we say the quality time it will yeah. it will have and wherein uh, that's where i see that that humanity as a whole the progress will be a lot lot more exponential yeah we have seen uh, the creativity is it 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 is it is uh, it it needs time it needs time and it needs more yeah. of that quality time it needs more of that mm-hmm. time You know, this makes me think, I, I think this is a new thought for me, but I think it makes sense. I think for so long, we've seen a significant underutilization of human potential. And what I mean by that is I think about yesteryear in the time when your your choices for work were incredibly limited. So you could work in the factory, you could work maybe on the farm or maybe in a small store, but the nature of that work was limited. So you could have someone that's maybe uh, incredibly capable, incredibly bright, incredibly driven, and their their choices are so few that they have to just do what they have to do to work. So if and, and I'm not a technical guy, but I think I think I understand this enough to say that and and from what you're saying that if AI comes along and is coming along and replaces humans in sort of the more menial tasks then that allows humans to operate in the highest and best use of their ability which would be collectively really amazing for the world is that is that accurate yes definitely i i i believe it uh, entirely yeah. so then what would you say to the people that are concerned about ai bots etc taking over their jobs and i i know that i don't know the details of it but i know that amazon for example is uh, working hard to retool their workforce you know to to uh, upskill them But so what would you say to to I guess doubters or or naysayers um that are sort of against AI uh growing? Uh I think it's uh, uh it, I think people are people are somehow uh speaking on behalf of others that is one. Okay. <laughs> they are not uh, most of the people I've spoken to they are When when I ask them what about you, what about your work? Then yeah. now for me, I think it's going to be okay. But but what about others? Everybody is talking about others, and the fact is, if you talk to those people who are we are really talking about that the jobs will get replaced, if you talk to them, why they are in that job in the first place, then you will hear it from them. 
because yes they need to support their families they need mm-hmm. to do something and it's because of the lack of opportunities yeah that they have they have picked up that job it's not that they want to do that no yeah and in yeah. the first place why they could not go for other opportunities that were available because in the first place they didn't have access to those learning opportunities yeah good point so that's what i think it's a it's you you, you cannot decide for you know I, i'm i'm pretty sure i'm i'm 100% sure nobody on uh, no human in this world would want to spend uh, 12 hours a day digging holes right nobody nobody yeah. nobody wants to do that people are doing that because there are no options mm-hmm. and that is where i think that if it that uh, if if we are able to get to a point where in the first place they have those opportunities the learning opportunities the upskilling opportunities yeah then they will be the first one who will solve that problem that yes i don't want to do this i know how i can make a machine do it i know how mm-hmm. i can train that ai model that's what that's what i think i see i guess if i'm to play the devil's advocate and i i've heard this mentioned that you know for the i would say relatively small percentage of the population that is uh, is in the the lower range of the iq scale uh and they're more limited because a lot of this stuff is it's complicated it's abstract it's it's somewhat difficult but would you say that there there are still opportunities available in this new world of work for people that are a bit lower on the iq scale uh i kind of uh, disagree with the with the Uh, with the grading around the IQ scale, and it's Tell my personal experience. Uh, my personal experience has been uh, that uh, it's it's very easy to dismiss uh, someone as that they are they don't have the IQ. But uh, and and I because I have I've grown at, at such places wherein uh, so there are tribals, yeah, and uh, the way uh, our growth has been or past centuries. we have always looked down upon these people mm-hmm. yeah people who are forest dwellers or have been living we always we are being taught that way we are being taught in a way that no these people can't do this they people are blah 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 mm-hmm. unless you live with them unless you really engage with them you cannot understand you cannot appreciate that in their environment in their setting they have a higher iq than you they yeah. can survive in a jungle they can survive in a forest <laughs> yeah. if you are yeah. if you are left there for a for a, for a day you will die you be dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so i so, i i completely disagree on, on that point yeah. so so basically the the tool for measurement is just very limited it's yeah. maybe one dimensional and and not yeah, as broad it, as it's it needs to be it's the same thing that you know we are still we are still coming from that uh, legacy of the the factory era Yeah. 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 <laughs> Now the factory era has changed to the office era. Yeah. We say that yeah, people who who are the smart guys, oh, those who go to the offices. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. That's just so interesting. Well, I you, you've obviously have been very successful in your professional career. I, this is a difficult question, but I'm wondering if you can distill that down to its core elements as far as. the ingredients to your success like what what has made you who you are and and enabled you to have the success that you've had 
It's a great question. Uh, first thing itself, and again, I've I've always thought about it uh, over and over again. And the first thing it has to be friends. You know, I I can say with hundred percent surety that uh, I would not be what I am uh, if not for my friends who helped me at mm. each and every step. Uh, second is uh, is humility. I learned the hard way that uh, yes, why it uh, why it matters and why you need to be that way. And third is uh, uh, just uh, being good. Yeah, just just being good, being good to people, being good to your team members. Uh, I, 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 uh, a lot of the times I, I, uh, I've got these questions, uh, people near me, even my family members question me, why are you ignoring this? You know, these people probably, these are cheating you or they are doing this or that. I think, I think I, it, it's not in my hands like what others do. What is in my hand is what 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 I can do, and yeah. I think if I am good, yeah, I am able to have a good sleep. My conscience is clear, and in in my limited this life experience, I have seen it happen wherein somebody who 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 who, who wasn't uh, uh, very convinced about me or probably uh, you know tried to do some harm to me later on. You know, they they came back and they just they just accepted no they just they just they just looked at me in a wrong way they just perceived because they had yeah. some misunderstandings about it but then they understood that yeah I'm not like that or I'm not doing any of that intentionally or I'm not doing it so I, I think mm-hmm. being consistent consistently good <laughs> has been yeah. one of the things yeah that's a it's a fabulous long term strategy you know you can get a short term win by being bad or unethical or whatever, but it never plays out well in the long run. You know, it just doesn't come to fruition in a positive way. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So I, I've seen my father that way. <laughs> I've seen his life. So, uh, and, and when I was a child, when I was growing up or a teen, I honestly, I used to question, I used to question, I had this question, why, why you have to be so good? Why you have to be so honest? Yeah. Why can't you take bribes? Yeah, really. I used to feel that because he mm-hmm. was in police and, uh, you know, I used to feel if you just take some, maybe some, some extra money, you know, we'll be better off. But now I see, you know, uh, if I if I look at him and his uh, a lot of his peers and everything, yeah, he is happy. He has a family. <laughs> we are there. Yeah, while all the peers they are uh, they have suffered. They have suffered, and uh, the way he has this clear conscience, yeah, that's that's what yeah. I think. That's why why it is important to be good. Yeah. You know, it, it's interesting. I, I really love talking to people about the development of wisdom over time. And I'm curious that that question I just just asked you, I'm curious if your answer would be different five years ago, 10 years ago. I mean, you've had, from what I can tell, you've had success for quite a few years. And I'm wondering if you would have given me a, a different answer if I'd interviewed you a number of years ago. Oh, Definitely. Um, I think uh, uh, I think 15 years back, <laughs> uh, I, I have known, and my friends told me that no, you have become uh, you have become arrogant. Yeah, 15 years back, and and that is where I said no, I, I dismissed it. You know, forget it. You guys are you guys don't care about it. You don't understand me. But 10 years yeah. back, I'll say uh, probably uh, friend. I I I started understanding that yes. No, it's, it's not me. Uh, 
uh, alone who is doing it. It's it's happening because I have uh, the friends have been there to support me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the being good part, yes, I would not have said that. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it, does it not make you curious? on how you would answer that question in five years from now. I mean, like in my mind, there, there really shouldn't be an end to the development of, of wisdom, right? Like we sure. should continually get more and more mature and more and more wise. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. You know, that's what, uh, that's what I see that, uh, and then all, all, all of my life. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been just extremely fortunate uh, to be able to talk to really amazing people, uh, work with uh, really bright people, really amazing people all this while and being being able to uh, get uh, a lot of mentors, right mentors, people who, who from whom I could learn. And I have I have uh, I've learned less from books and more from people. So I think definitely going ahead as well. Uh, I think I'll I'll continue learning more. And, and that's been my one of the reasons, uh, again, when I look back and I realize why I want to do startups is, is it's more because I see it's it's a way for me uh, to to really you know meet meet more people and learn more because I, I push myself in that direction and I know I will need to reach out to more people yeah uh, to to learn more and yes mm-hmm. I, I I know uh, it will happen yeah. Well, and and kudos to you and your team for providing a tool that furthers that mission. I think that's really respectable and, and admirable. Thanks, thank you. So let's let's land this plane. Um, I know we're we're about at, at time. Um, I, I'm curious as the last question: What advice would you give a founder that's not as far down the road as you are? Uh, I think uh, 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 foremost would be. Uh, to um, to to take it easy upon yourself mm. and, uh, to understand uh, and to to remember and understand that uh, why you are doing it and and what matters to you yeah, because uh, at times I've seen and I've, I've seen a lot of founders uh, ignore uh, ignore their health or ignore their family. And everything in, in their mind, uh, I can see how it's playing. It's like this milestone or I'll achieve this, then I'll do that. You know, then I'll take care of my health. I'll start yeah. running. You know, once I raise, raise this round, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go with, a, you know, I'll, I'll spend more time with family once I have raised this round. No, it never happens like that. Yeah. It's important that you don't, you don't do that uh, because uh, that way it's, uh, it's going to take a toll on 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 you uh, definitely, and I've I've seen it happening again and again with people. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I I think uh, uh, whatever you know, I don't I don't really say it like the work life balance. Yeah, it it need not be really you know it's not a balance that you can measure things. No, hmm. it's just that uh, as a person, yeah, it's as, as as a person the mindset needs to be that wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Uh, don't don't uh, indulge yourself too much into anything. You know, keep, be, know when when to stop and where to and, and understand that a life, a human life, is always wholesome. Uh, if you don't take care of your health, yeah, 
your your body your body is not going to take care of your mind and then you lose it all really you lose it all and you mm-hmm. if you don't have the ecosystem that support system around you of family friends yeah if you don't nurture that that support uh, uh, ecosystem around you yeah uh, you will you will have a you will have a really a hard fall and and uh, you won't be able to to survive yeah mm, that's so good well, you're you're such a genuine person, and I really appreciate you being gracious with your your time. This has been a really fun conversation, and I certainly could go much longer <laughs> than this. Maybe next time I'm in India, we'll, we'll get together for a cup of coffee. Definitely, definitely. Okay. So, no, uh, what is the best way for our viewers to get in touch with you? Oh, uh, uh, actually, the best way is my super pro page. <laughs> okay. So, it's uh, yeah. It's, uh, the app dot superpro dot ai slash superpro. You can Google it. I think people will find it. Yep. Yeah, that's and we can link that on the page as well. Yeah. Perfect. Definitely. Definitely. Great. Well, we'll drop that link on the page. Anything else you wanted to say before we part ways? Oh yes. Uh, uh, I think uh, one of the links that's going to go out. Yeah. We we ourselves we are a small startup right now. We ourselves are learning. Um, and we need all your help, uh, the audience, everybody. So if, if you know a founder who is thinking something around video communication, uh, please do uh, connect us. Uh, uh, I think Jim will be sharing a link uh, yep. wherein we are just uh, collecting some information uh, around around the usage of video communication. Uh, so yes, if you if you know someone who is a founder or look. Definitely, uh, please just uh, send out that link to them. Share that; it will help us a lot. We'll really, really appreciate it. Okay, it will help us to learn and uh, yeah. move ahead with our vision. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thanks again for your time. I hope you have a really great weekend. Thank you, Jim. Thanks a lot for calling me. It's been really fun. I enjoyed the conversation, and uh, my best wishes uh, for you for the channel and. Uh, for, for the audience as well. Uh, have a great weekend. Uh, thank you. Sounds good. Thank you. Cheers.